Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love uh, You know, I, I mentioned the rain uh, How long has it been since it rained? Anyone here? A while. And of course, it rained on Sunday morning, which is a bummer. But yesterday was a beautiful, beautiful day. If you see some of the flowers we have up here, they are from a wedding, an outdoor wedding for Bailey Lundquist and Andrew Zurbin, who got married yesterday. And so congratulations, Bailey and Andrew. It was such a privilege to get to do their ceremony. It was so beautiful, and they were so gracious to share these flowers with us. It's a pretty, pretty thing uh, to uh, lighten up the sanctuary here, and so thank you for that. You know, one of the things I shared with them at the service yesterday that I think really ties in with what we're talking about here today with our theme this morning is that wedding days are amazing. Yesterday, especially after this past year, felt just amazing to be gathered with family and friends, and it's just a joy-filled gathering with food and drinks and just love in the air. It was amazing. And so I share, though, that the wedding day is just that. It's a day. And of course, marriage is something much bigger and much longer than that. And I think if marriage was just the wedding day, probably everyone would want to be married, right? Uh, who wouldn't want to have that big fun day all the time with even gifts you get? I mean, it's, it's just a really good thing. And yet marriage, of course, is a relationship uh, with another person that has its ups and downs, its joys, <laughs> but also its challenges. And so uh, marriage is more than just the wedding day, but the wedding day serves as this beautiful memory and really strengthens the couple and shares this community that love and support them. What we're talking about today is from your Sunday to your Monday. Just like how uh, a wedding and a marriage is more than just a wedding day, just like how marriage is more than a wedding day, faith is about more than just Sunday. (laughs) Is that fair to say? Uh, Faith isn't just about what we do on Sunday morning. It's about who we are all week long. And so this is what we're thinking about and celebrating here today is that we have a faith that carries us through the week. It's not just for Sunday mornings, but it's for all week long. Today's reading comes from the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy, beginning with the fourth verse. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Here ends the reading.
Well, good morning. From your Sunday to your Monday. This is our theme for this morning. But I want to first start uh, sharing a little bit about uh, some Minnesota history, I guess you could say. It was in 1856, during its first year of statehood, that the state of Minnesota legislature made it illegal to buy alcohol on Sundays. <clears throat> some of you maybe remember a little bit of that history because it was recent history in 2017 when that law got changed and places were allowed to sell off-sale alcohol on Sundays for the first time. I bring that up because those good and faithful lawmakers way back when, they made that law outline the sale of alcohol on Sundays because they wanted Minnesota to be a good and faithful state, right? If we're going to be a good Christian state of folks, we can't have people getting drunk on Sundays. I mean, the rest of the week, sure, right, okay? But, but you cannot buy alcohol on Sundays if we're going to be good and faithful people. Buy it on Saturday, drink it on Sunday, okay, if you found a workaround, this is all right. But, but, but it can't be bought on, you kind of see the point here, right? I, I just imagine that if those good and faithful pastors and teetotalers, those legislators, I just imagine if they had put those energies instead of into banning alcohol sales on Sundays, what if they had put those energies into helping people reconsider their relationship with alcohol all week long, that might have been a little more helpful, a little more fruitful? What if they had put their energies into helping make sure people in every community had enough to eat or that schools were just top-notch? See, the point I want to make this morning and how it fits in is I think you know, there's some absurdity there because faith isn't just about what we do or don't do on Sundays. It's about who we are all week long. Faith is something bigger than this, just this one day. And yet, gathering on Sundays is a pretty important part of our Christian life and faith. And so I love these Sunday morning gatherings, and I mourn when they are online only. And yet I'm so grateful that we can gather online in this way for worship. Whether it's inside, outside, or online, it's wonderful and important part of faith to be gathered as the church. Sunday worship is great, but it's not the whole ballgame. There is more to a life of faith than just what happens on Sundays. And if you don't believe me, uh, we've got a pretty good example in the Bible of someone who liked worship, but it wasn't core to the story. Uh, if you pay attention to Jesus' life and witness in the Gospels, do you know that Jesus hardly ever goes to worship? There's only really, I, I can think of like one story in the Bible where he actually is leading worship. And, and guess what happens? He, he reads scripture. He gives a super short sermon and says, actually, this is about me because I'm the son of God. And you know what they do? They run him out of town. Like, that's it. Otherwise, Jesus doesn't spend a whole lot of time in church. Of course, he was Jewish, so it would have been synagogue. But worship isn't core to the story of what Jesus did in his days walking the earth. Instead of spending all this time in worship, the Bible tells us story after story of where Jesus did spend his time, of where he did meet people. It was stories like at a well, he meets an outcast woman. He goes to have supper with and spend the night at a crooked tax collector's house, a guy named Zacchaeus, a wee little man. He meets people in the street. He finds the blind and lame wherever they are and brings them healing. He goes out into the countryside where the outcasts live, and that's where he meets people. Almost the entire biblical witness of Jesus barely mentions this core important part of faith, worship as a community. 
and instead is all about how he puts that faith into action every other day of the week. I think there's something for us to learn in this. You know, Jesus was Jewish, and so, like I said, he would have went to synagogue, not church, but nonetheless, it's worship. And uh, another thing he would have known is this scripture reading that we heard read here this morning by Vicki. This scripture reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, it's called the Shema. And uh, the Shema is this section of verses that starts with this confession of faith. It says, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And then it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And so those first verses are this confession of faith that it's traditional for, you know, in the Jewish faith, this has a pretty core, uh, pretty core place. Jews are encouraged to speak these first words of the Shema as their last words. And parents will teach these words to kids to pray as a bedtime prayer. The Lord is our God. The Lord alone becomes this important confession of faith. And it's partially because of these instructions that come next. It says, keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorposts of your home and on your gates. This section of Deuteronomy uh, is taken literally in some cases. You notice confessions of faith within our tradition are often made in churches, but this is, goes way beyond what happens in a building on one hour of one day. But instead, it's a confession that was meant to be carried with us. In prayer, some Jewish folks will use a phylactery. Uh, this phylactery, if you see the picture of it here, it's a small leather box containing the scripture, uh, the Hebrew scriptures uh, that's placed on their foreheads because, again, of that line in Deuteronomy, hold these words and place them on your forehead. There's also leather straps that come down around their hands, and it's uh, another box on the arm because, again, it's holding these texts and this confession so close to you. So it becomes an actual literal prayer practice, lifting up this confession. The Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Also then, uh, outside many Jewish homes, you'll find a mezuzah. Uh, this is a picture of a little mezuzah here. You can see it. Uh, it's just a little plaque that, again, uh, contains this line of faith, this word. The Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Literally, from that last verse, write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates as a really daily reminder of this confession of faith, not just for Sundays, but all week long. And so there are these literal applications of this, but it all builds off the idea that faith is about more than just what we do one day a week. It's about more than what just happens at a church or at a synagogue, but it's a way of life where we embrace who we are as people of faith. Worship is important. It is a core piece of who we are as people of faith. But faith isn't just about what we do on Sundays. It's about who we are all week long. So that begs the question, who are we all week long, right? Now, who are we then, in fact? And we are, you are, a blessed and loved child of God. 
100%. This is core to our identity. And when we gather together as a church, often on Sundays, we make this uh, celebration of this mission statement that we have. We hear these words of the mission statement and we speak them together sometimes. So I'm going to read them. Go ahead and speak them with me if you feel so moved at home. At least let them soak in. It says, trusting in God's grace and accepting joyful community, serving God and neighbor. Notice what that mission statement doesn't mention. Sunday morning, (laughs) worship. It's all about who we are as people of faith, people who trust in God's grace. When it's easy or when it's hard, we trust as best as we can in God's grace. And together we work to be this joyful, accepting community, serving God and neighbor. I remember one time visiting a church that above the doors when you would go to leave the church was a sign that said, worship is ended, the service begins. That's the idea, that faith isn't just about what we do on Sundays. It's about who we are all week long. And what Jesus said is that they will know you are my disciples by your love. By your love, not by what you do one hour of a week on a morning and Sunday morning on the weekend, but instead by your love. We are a church powered by love. As people of faith, we are powered by love, putting faith into action each and every day. On Sundays, yes, but not just on Sundays. All week long, we celebrate the gift of life and faith in God that we share together. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.